Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've kept your mouth shut. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. You said only what you're supposed to say. You've hidden your feelings and kept them inside, and so have we. But now it's your time to stand up and shout. Say what you feel. Play it all on the line. Who cares what anyone else thinks? It's time to read, to respond, to entice, to enrage, and get it all off your chest. It's time for mouthing off. It is time for mouthing off all over the world with fast Eddie Mansfield. And Eddie, the NFL owners are getting ready to meet this coming weekend. We've got the final four in place in college basketball and baseball seasons right around the corner. It's heating up. Yeah, it's about time the baseball started heating up. Uh, they, they cheated the fans out of spring training, so maybe they can at least get a, all 162 games in, you know, plus the playoffs and the World Series. And, when, you know, when you look at the uh, the Final Four, you got two of the, the, the institutions, as I call them, Duke and North Carolina. It, it, those two colleges are tough to beat. Then you got Kansas and Villanova. Well, uh, Villanova, I don't know. Um, you know, that's where Howie Long went. Did you know that? Howie Long is a graduate of Villanova. I think Villanova's in Philadelphia. I think that's about all I know about Villanova. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Yeah. I didn't know if it was in Philly or where, because I thought Temple was in Philly. Yeah, maybe uh, I may, but, you might be right. I may be wrong. That has happened before. I know Vanderbilt's in Tennessee, but uh, Villanova. Yeah, it's in Nashville. Yeah, they, yeah it's uh, in Nashville. Wherever it is. They're playing good basketball, and now they're going to face Kansas. You know, it's a real bummer the way these things work out sometimes, and I know that uh, going in no one would be able to perfectly place it all. But Duke playing North Carolina in the Final Four and not the Final, man, people would love to see that as a Final. Oh, my goodness. That would be one of the best games uh, ever. I mean, anytime those two uh, uh, colleges get together, it is a, a burner. I mean, they, they get up and down the court, and they play defense. You notice all of a sudden there's a defensive game when Duke and North Carolina play. It gets rough. I want to apologize to all the Villanova fans. I, was, I wasn't far off. It's in Villanova, Villanova Pennsylvania, so yeah. it, is, it is not the school in Philadelphia. But listen, and Eddie, you should apologize. I do. You know, you, you're supposed to know everything about sports, <laughs> and here you are. You don't even know where Villanova is, and you, you, you know they're in the Final Four. That's <laughs> my bad. I, I take uh, full credit for my mistakes. You should. Right, and you buddy. should. And the Mouthing Off Nation will forgive you, believe me. All right. We'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off All Over the World. Mouthing Off All Over the World. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is mouthing off all over the world with Fast Eddie Mansfield. Eddie, ESPN, the big dog, hunting all those great announcers, and they seem to be finding the ones they're looking for. Hey, I'm telling you, ESPN is the dog that's doing the hunting, and you're right. I mean, they're they're snatching up everything. I told you Joe Buck was going, didn't I? You did. Joe Buck, is, and, and he's got the – he knew – that when, when Troy Aikman got that $95 million, that he could just, hmm, let me just hold back and dangle that carrot a little bit longer, and they're going to come get me. Because Troy Aikman's saying, hey, you better get Joe Buck before somebody else snatches him. Well, you look at Joe Buck. He, he got a five-year, $75 million contract. That's strong. And then he'll be, he'll be calling a couple of, uh, you, you know, I think that uh, Espen's going to start going more in the baseball because uh, they're going to have to with, with all the uh, the stations they have, with, with all the networks they've set up, that that they carried baseball a lot. You remember? And uh, now maybe they'll do it again because they got one of the best guys, uh, Joe Buck. Now, now listen, let's. Ask, I'm going to ask you this: What is your insights? You just came back from L.A. What is your insights on Al Michaels? Where do you think he's going? I don't know. Does he go anywhere? Does he hang it up? I have no idea. Oh hell! You can't. You, you, why would you want to hang it up when you're that good? Uh, I mean, no. G- good is one thing, but you know, even the announcers who have a have a job that doesn't entail all of the two days and the practices, those guys work hard, and it's a lot of work oh, on the road. Oh yeah, it's a lot of studies. It's you not know, like it's he hasn't made his money. I don't know. Uh, is he the guy that just uh, kind of goes away? And, and he doesn't have to be a play-by-play guy. I mean, he could be a guy who goes to a network and does uh, pre-post and half. No, no, no you don't he's, think so? the, he's your main event guy. You know, that's like, that's like, you know, telling Hulk Hogan or, or, or you know, The Rock or, or you know, like um, Steve Austin to come on back and, and you're not the main event. You know what I mean? 
yeah. which you are. But to be an announcer. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a guy who's going to put asses in, in seats, you know, 18 inches apart. And so Al Michaels is a guy that's going to get the eyeballs on the, on the television. They just got to put him with the right people. See, you and, and I disagree he, on this. You and I disagree see, on this because I feel like. That's why they're having trouble. That's why they're having trouble. Amazon is was signing him because I don't know who he doesn't know who his 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 color guy is really is what I'm saying yeah is that and he you gotta have a good color guy it's like you know while they busted up by him and uh, Chris Collinsworth is beyond me but uh, yeah, but I, I that was a great team. Yeah, I mean, I, really and was. honestly, I mean, if he signs a deal with someone, if he were to go to Amazon, they would let him choose whoever he wanted that was available to be the color commentary. So, I don't know. I, I honestly he wanted he wanted Aikman, but Aikman, you know, jumped to Espen. Al, you know? Al, Al Michaels left ESPN because he wanted to be on a big network, not on a cable channel. And uh, what a cable channel uh, is considered you now. I know what a cable channel is considered now is more like a network as opposed to an Amazon where you're just streaming. So that would be a step down in that direction for him. I mean, the money, I, sometimes he seems to not really care about the money. I mean, ESPN would have broken out the wallet for him to stay at Monday Night Football when they moved it over to ESPN, uh, but he wasn't into it. They made a deal to move him over, and now the the game may have moved on from him because nobody is tuning in to Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football for the announcers. Will they complain if the announcers are no good? Yes, but they're going to watch the game no matter what. The people that are going to watch football are going to watch those games no matter who is making the calls. Well, I, I, I think that, that as a producer and a guy who's dealt with a lot of talent, like the Al Michaels of the world, and produced them myself, is that, yes, that means the world to, to a, uh, a show. And, and I, you can't put some jabroni announcers out there and think they're going to uh, do anything. That's what happened to Monday Night Football when they had uh, McDonough, whatever his name was, and uh, Gruden had the wrong guys. And it, if Gruden would have had a good play-by-play guy and not, not Onion Head, uh, whatever the guy's name is, McDonough, whatever he was, he was horrible. He had, he had no charisma whatsoever. And, and you, you got to have a, a guy that, that can bring out the charisma in a John Gruden, which he has. You know, it's kind of like that Summerall was with, with uh, Coach Madden. Uh, he used to bring the best out of John Madden that nobody else could. And and it, it was just a special – it's one of those special teams that you put together like Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman. That's a very special team. And it's hard to find that today, period. This is, this is where you and I tend to differ, and I know that we've had this conversation many times on this show before, but – And you'll always – it will always differ because I know what talent – I know what talent means to a, a show – from being a uh, a third rate show to a first class show, it all it's all in, who brings it in and out. Yeah, and but the, the, the fact of the matter is, though, there was a time when when they were bringing Al Michaels in, where nobody knew where who Al Michaels was, where somebody had to take a chance on a guy like Al Michaels, and it's the same thing with Bob Costas. 
Somebody has to take a chance on all of these guys, and I'm telling you, somewhere out there, there's a guy with a good voice that's good at doing play-by-play, that's probably doing some lesser thought-of job, you know, calling college lacrosse or doing yeah. swimming. Yeah, no, you need to give that guy a job. Yeah. If he, call, if he can call lacrosse, he can call anything. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying is uh, I know you like going back to the well, but I feel like there's fresh blood out there, and Amazon. Oh, no, not yet. They're, they, they're not built. They, they See, what, what has happened in the announcing field is what happened in pro sports. They don't build them like they used to. You know, uh, even in the coaching field, they don't build them to where they got uh, stay in power. You know, it's like hot shot in and out, boom, 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 boom. Instead of, <laughs> you, you know, teaching them their craft where, where it's, it's, it's a, it's a long play. There's not, not a, there's, not, not just uh, a give me, you know what I mean? It's there's like, a literally in major league baseball, there is a guy who got the Boston Red Sox, a world series, which hadn't happened in 86 years. And then he literally, jumped over to the Chicago Cubs and got them yeah. a World Series. And he with the was same a, formula. And he was same a, formula he was a, that he, he did with the Red Sox. But he was a kid, and, and they it, were make, the, the, the people were making fun of the Red Sox for hiring what looked like a, a kid that was just out of diapers to be their GM. And he clearly was the right guy for that job. And he clearly, I, I mean, I don't know if we do rankings like this, but – I'd say if we were ranking general managers of franchises, oh, he's got to be a, he's got to be top it, five top of all yeah, sports. Two. I mean, the guy top is two. incredible. The team he's a top two guy. The team he took, he took the Red Sox and built them. Uh, you're talking about Theo Epstein. I am, and and the bottom line is with Theo, he had the formula, and it's it's a formula. It's like with me when I was wrestling. You know, I was like him. I was a young looking kid and I was very successful and, and they all said, Oh my God, he's so young. How could he be that? How, how could he be a champion at, at 19 years old? Well, the hell I was good. Yeah. I, and Theo, he was good. You know, I could put asses in seats my whole career and, and, and I was always young. I never was old. And so it, when you look at Theo, he, he was he's like me when when I started in professional wrestling. I was so young that I never grew old because I, I I didn't stay in there to to stay old. And it's like him. He is he is in a in a point in his life where he's made so much stinking money and done so well. You know, my hat's off to him. I mean, yeah. where else are you going to go? For two sorriest franchises, never won squat. Right, forever. The, the White Sox, the Guardians now used to be the Indians. There are some franchises that would love to have Theo Epstein get them a Yeah, but you know something? There's, there's, there's certain things that, that Theo likes, and those teams really don't have it. Yeah. And history is one of them of the Red Sox. History is one of the Cubs. I mean, Ted Williams played here. This guy, Jim Longbird, played. All these other, Louis Aparici, all these great people, you know, played with the Red Sox. Carl Yuskrimski. You know, and then you bring them all up to, to Big Poppy and all these other guys, right? And then you go to Chicago. Well, it's known for the pointing, pointing his finger and hitting a home run. Wrigley Field. Yeah. That, and, and that was the Yankees against the, the Cubs. 
And, and, and so when you start talking about like the Harry carries and I mean, he just had such, such just a wealth of knowledge to work with. And, and what he did is he formulated both teams with their history and brought them in to modern day with that history and made them proud to be a Red Sox. Made the proud of the ball players again. That's exactly what he did with the Cubs. He made them something, made them special again. Right. And Wrigley has that special aura about it. It's like just like Fenway Park. You notice he went to two crack jackbox stadiums. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Fenway Park and Wrigley Field. Yep. All right, Eddie, we got to take a break and here. Look what he did with them. All right, he, we got- he, he won World Series. All right, we got to take a break here. We'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off All Over the World. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now all over the world. This is Mouthing Off all over the world with Fast Eddie Mansfield. And Eddie, we lost a good one. We were speaking in the last segment about guys that, uh, you know, deserved a shot and you think about this guy and he's a guy that you looked at him you're like this is the guy that knows everything about football but he was the the doctor the professor (laughs) the professor john clayton we lost which yeah i don't know how active he was on esp in the last few years i mean he was a staple during the times when i used to watch sports center religiously and uh i was sad to hear that we lost john clayton a uh, phenomenal mind when it came to football he was the go-to guy yeah, so he'll be missed. He was at ESPN. Oh, and a great guy. 20 years. Yeah, he was there 20 years. And the good professor. You know, our hats is off to, to our prayers and thoughts with his family. And, and, you know, you can't replace a guy like him. I mean, there's certain guys, you know, it's kind of like Mickey Mantle in, in center field. He's irreplaceable. You can't replace him, you know. And so with John Clayton, the professor, you can't replace him. So Devontae Adams, uh, Packers wide receiver, there was much uh, discussion about the fact that when Aaron Rodgers, it looked like he was going to leave the Green Bay Packers, that Devontae Adams was going to want out and want to go play with the quarterback of Aaron Rodgers' stature. Aaron Rodgers decides to stay with the Packers. Devontae Adams doesn't. He's been traded to the Raiders. He got a five-year, $141.25 million contract. He thanked the Packers fans and players except for Aaron Rodgers. So I wonder what's going on there. <laughs> well, I don't think he was as, cl- uh, as close to uh, Aaron as Aaron thought he was. Well, and it, to me, that kind of speaks volumes that, that – see, I don't understand why Aaron Rodgers did step in and say, look, you need to franchise this guy for one year. Hey, you know, you know what really makes me sick is Deshaun Watson. It's traded to the Browns. The Browns are giving up 2022, 20, 2023, 2024 20, round selections for Watson. How does the owner answer this question, Jeff? How does the owner of the Browns know 
that Watson couldn't wind up in prison. Well, I can't remember the last time someone went to prison for a civil and you're lawsuit. you're guaranteeing all that money. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson's not going to prison. No, but it's more than that. For, for many is, reasons, I'm against this decision because I think Baker Mayfield is a guy who uh, has become the face of that franchise and uh, is a good quarterback, and I don't know why they think that you should expect what happened up the street in Cincinnati to happen so quickly. I mean, there there's only one guy that comes out of college like Joe Burrow who is just a winner that's a decades at a time kind yeah. of thing. So I think they saw what happened there. They said, okay, we've had this guy for a few years. He hasn't done this for us, so we're going to go out and get another guy. Well, let me tell you something. Houston hasn't been exactly huh. winning championships, and Deshaun Watson's been there for a while. So not a big fan of this decision. Yeah, right. Wish they would have stuck with Baker Mayfield for a little bit. Let me tell you this. The Houston Texans are the smartest people on the planet right now because they basically – they pulled a Cowboys in the '90s. They 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 traded away a guy. At the- oh, don't you? No 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 no! Don't you ever go with that Deshaun Watson? Even in the league of Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker. That is not even near the trade that that the Cowboys did. But when they traded Herschel, they, these guys have got a, a a bunch of jabronis. And you know something? I hope Baker Mayfield goes to Houston Texans and becomes their quarterback. And that they they if they were smart they would take Baker Mayfield because he's a Texas boy, I mean he would be he would fit perfect with the Houston Texans. You they know, need a quarterback. They don't have one. There's not a team in Texas that couldn't upgrade a quarterback, and uh, so either one of those teams <laughs> would be better off with Baker Mayfield, I believe. So maybe Houston does go after him. I mean they've got some uh, they've got some picks to trade for him. How funny would that be if they flipped one <laughs> hey, of those picks man, back they for got Baker Mayfield? <laughs> yeah, and he goes in there and gets them in the playoffs the first year. Yeah. I mean, it's like, this guy's a winner. I don't care. It's like it's like they, they say in NASCAR, winner, winner, chicken dinner. This guy's a chicken dinner all day long. This guy, he goes to the Browns, who sucked. He turned the whole franchise around. He got the fans coming back. I mean, look at all them crazy commercials he used to do. I, I used to love those at the Browns Stadium. Here, here he is. He was a face of the uh, of the team, and what was wrong with it? I mean, and they had Chubb, then and Landry, and all those guys. You know something? This is the stupidest thing. No one of the Browns can't win. Yeah, you they seem cursed. A, you, you a, that, that's an idiot. No, well, that, that stupidity. They're all stupid. Yeah, they're not. They're not even near near smart. So you're going to get rid of a good quarterback who's. Only reason you wasn't in the playoffs or, or further in the playoffs because he got hurt during the season, and now you have everybody ready to go to win, and you you go after a thug and a criminal. I mean, what's wrong with you, man? All right. Well, we've. I talked, mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a criminal. We've talked about guys that or teams that made bad decisions on quarterbacks. Let's talk about a team that I think made a good decision on a quarterback. And that's the Colts moving Carson Wentz. Oh man! And bringing in Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, they're a team that's built for the playoffs right now. They've got the best running back in the league, uh, not named Derrick Henry. There's an argument to be made there, but uh, yeah. he's got a few good years left in him. And uh, Indianapolis has a team 
They could have pulled what we thought Denver was going to pull if they got Aaron Rodgers by getting Matt Ryan. I mean, that's a major swap. Carson Wentz, who seems to be a good guy but doesn't seem to be a franchise quarterback, and replacing him with no, Matt Maddie, Ryan. Matty Ryan, you know, Matt Ryan has never really had a good coach in Atlanta the whole time he was there. The, the closest he had was the offensive coordinator. That was Kyle Shanahan. And then Kyle went and blew the Super Bowl by just sitting on his hands the second half and let Tom Brady come back and kick his butt. And, you know, I think that he's going to do really well. He lo- he'll love Indianapolis and the fans. I mean, because they'll welcome him with open arms. And let me tell you something. He'll light that dome up like it's never been lit up since Peyton Manning has been there. And and uh, Lucas Oil Field, could he do what Peyton Manning? It would did be for the Colts. It would be poetic would, justice. And the guy is a great quarterback. He's a lot better. He's kind of like a Matthew Stafford. You know, Matthew was always with the Detroit Lions for thirteen years, and even though he he put up big numbers and everything, and he was all pro in a Pro Bowl and all that, he never really got to look that he got when he went to the L.A. Rams and took them to the Super Bowl and won. I mean, that's like uh, Matty, Matty Ice can do the, the same thing with the Colts because he has that talent. And, and, if you, and he's got a good coach, uh, Frank Wright. He knows how to handle a quarterback. And, and hey, there you go. And they got a good team. It's going to you be. Surround your, you surround yourself with, with a Matt Ryan as quarterback with the guns that, that they already have to fire at you. Woo, that's going to be a good year next year for the Colts. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, that's definitely an upgrade. It's definitely yeah. a team that people should be afraid of in the AFC. And, uh, you know, we could see a Tom Brady versus Matt Ryan Super Bowl again, and maybe Matt Ryan will get his revenge. Oh, my goodness. That would be a lot of fun for people to watch. It really will be. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, what do you uh, got to say about the USFL, Eddie? Well, I think that, that the, the Tampa Bay Bandits – you know, that used to be, you know, Burt Reynolds' team. Um, they've got some great coaches. You know, I don't know about the players, but their coaches, like their defensive coordinator, Pepper Johnson, you know, uh, Pepper won three Super Bowls as assistant coach with the Patriots and Belichick. And he also won two Super Bowls with Bill Parcells and, and the New York Giants. He was a giant guy. As a linebacker, and he was a real good one too. And the other one there was uh, Harry Carson, remember? Oh yeah, and I remember those. Teams. When you when you look at those guys and those Parcell teams, that's how come he could coach under Belichick really well because he played under Parcells, and and Belichick learned a lot from Parcells, and so it was kind of like going to the same scheme and the you know the same mentality that Parcells has. He just wasn't as angry. You want to make Belichick yeah. just wasn't as angry. He wasn't as angry as old Parcells was. But but Parcells, he he would take no prisoners, man. I love Parcells as a coach, you know. Yep. And that stupid Jerry Jones out there in Texas, if he'd have let him alone, he would have had him a Super Bowl. But he wanted to coach the team, and, and this is a true story. Uh, Bill Parcells walked in his office and threw in the keys. You want to coach? There you have it. See you later. I'm out of here. And he took off. That was it. That, right. was, that was it for him with the Cowboys. All right, let's really quickly get this in here. Oh, geez, that's easy. Deshaun Watson, 22 active civil lawsuits for sexual misconduct and reportedly 10 
criminal complaints for sexual harassment and assault. That's why I'm telling you he's going to jail. And all since March 2021, seems the Browns are okay with this disgraceful behavior by their players. All right, we'll be right back after this on Mouthing Off All Over the World. Mouthing Off, we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. This is Mouthing Off All Over the World with Fast Eddie Mansfield and Eddie, the free agent tracker. Trevor Story is a Red Sox and uh, Alex Cora says that he's going to play second base right away for the Red Sox. And, you know, I can't believe that this deal happened. Carlos Cora has agreed to a three-year one $105.3 million deal with the Minnesota Twins. But the key to this deal is he has op-outs after the first two seasons. So if he doesn't like Minnesota, he gets out of there. Yeah, you you know, Carlos Correa, definitely the number one name out there on everybody's lips when it was coming to free agency. And I don't think anybody had on their uh, sheet – that he was going to end up with the Minnesota Twins, but the Minnesota Twins are making a push. They want to win a World yeah, Series are. in Minnesota. They made a they made a bunch of signings. They're putting together a team there. They got a new stadium. They want to win now, and that is a piece to that puzzle that uh, could put them over the top. Corey Seager. Yeah, but you know the one thing about it, Jeff. You know they in in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, they only have like three weeks of summer. So. I mean, when you're you you're playing in, in in you know October, November, man, it's gonna be like thirty below. It's so it's like you know. I'm just saying. You play baseball not, inside whew. in Minnesota, and uh, listen for that kind of money. I'm pretty sure that he will be happy to play a couple seasons in Minnesota, especially if they're contending for the World Series. I mean, this is a guy with a World Series pedigree. He, uh, you know, it's got a little asterisk next to it because he was definitely one of the guys that was thought to be banging trash cans around back there in the uh, old uh, Houston Astros background. But you know, those guys are are uh, no longer. You know, I don't, I don't see the big deal. You know, it's a walk society. They they are crybabies about every stinking thing that goes on. And you know, something. Bottom line is, so what? You know. From the beginning of baseball, they've always been stealing signs. That is the key to 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 doing it. It's still the signs of the other team. No, and it doesn't matter. No, bang bang your drum all you want. Just you you got to you got to no. give them credit. The no. Astros just had a good ball team. No, too. no, they they did have a good ball team, but you can't give them credit because they used technology. They had a camera out there looking in and grabbing the signs. A guy knew when a when a off speed pitch was coming. That's cheating, and it's not if you're if you now got how, a guy. How does how do they how, how did he know? Because they were banging did a trash were... can two times if it was off speed, and one time <laughs> if it was if it was a fastball. You can't do so you that. Just hope, you just hoping that that the crowd wasn't loud. You right? know what's you, what... you know what's funny, Eddie, is that everybody in baseball that second time they went to the World Series knew this was going on. They're like. Uh, this is happening. Something needs to be done about this. And the Washington Nationals faced them in the World Series. And you know what the Washington Nationals did? They had two sets of signs for every pitcher that was different. So the well, Houston that's Astros... what we, we used to do that anyway. 
you know, when I was playing baseball. Yeah, when there was a guy on second know? base. I mean, if you get a, if a guy yeah. gets a, if a guy gets on second base and he can see with his eyes the signs, tip his hat if it's going to be a fastball, fine. That makes sense to me. But using technology, that can't be done. You cannot have high definition cameras aimed at the catcher's fingers, figuring out their signs, and then utilizing that to to win baseball games. Can't be done. They, yeah. they definitely broke the rules. They broke the morals. They should all be ashamed of themselves. Alex Cora still being the manager of the Red Sox is ridiculous. Those guys did not pay a big enough penalty. We're talking about a sport that won't let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame because he gambled right. on his own team to win. Mm-hmm. And, these, and and that's sad. They this, lied to him. Yeah, this this guy this guy is getting thirty plus million dollars a year to play after being caught cheating. Alex Cora allegedly, Alex Cora still a manager of the Red Sox. They made him go away for a year for allegedly cheating. I'm gonna say allegedly because I don't want to get sued. And honestly, Carlos Correa wasn't as big of a, as of, of an offender I think as some other guys on that team. That that, that Carlos Correa is a great player. Whether they were banging yeah. trash cans or not, the guy was going to be a Hall of Fame caliber caliber player. And you know who's a guy? It's a great. It's a great guy that the, the Texas Rangers signed was uh, Corey Seager. He signed a ten year, three hundred twenty five million mega deal, and and that really is what set up Scott Boris. You know what I mean? Your favorite guy, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, who was the agent for Alex Cora, through you know, and he thought the bench was set for him. With the uh, the, the Sager the Sager deal, but it didn't. But he still landed the, you know, Cora the biggest deal ever for a position player. I mean that's pretty strong. I mean they've been paying a lot of money. I mean look look at the All Star closer, but uh, the Braves now, Kenley Jansen. He signed a sixteen million one year deal, and, and and the Braves just keep getting stronger at pitching. They got a little stronger uh, on that side of the plate, but on the other side of the plate, they, you know, this actually, I feel like we may have discussed this a little bit before, but the the reality of it is that Freddie Freeman is now a Los Angeles Dodger. He signed a six-year. He's a SoCal guy. Anyway, he wanted to go home. Yeah, he signed a six-year deal with the Dodgers. That lineup was already disgustingly sick to begin with and now it's added a, a guy who you know is a mvp caliber batter that's going to be batting i'm assuming third in that lineup and uh the dodgers got much better uh at the plate i don't know if their pitching's going to be good as it as good as it has been in the past they brought back right. kershaw whose arm i won't be surprised if it literally falls off while he's pitching <laughs> on the mount this year but well when you when you look at the braves you know, they countered that, that signing by bringing in Atlanta native Matt Olson and signed him to an eight-year contract that will pay him $168 million. There's your first baseman right back, and, and they don't miss a stroke. No. And, and Olsen's he's just as good as Freddie. And well, 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 hold on. He's not just as good as Freddie. He's a good replacement for Freddie in that lineup. It's going to get they went to the World Series. They won the World Series without arguably the best player on that team in the lineup who's going to be back. So you you swap out Acuna for Freeman's bat and you bring in Matt Olson, who, uh, you know, I Freddie Freeman, I just feel like he got Bryce Harper. I feel like he let his agent 
play too many games with yeah. the Braves. And that's an organization that chose not to mess around the same way that the Washington Nationals decided not to mess around. They didn't do the exact same thing. They didn't bring in a direct replacement for the guy, but they went out and they said they spent all their money on Patrick Corbin that year. They knew they had a kid in Juan Soto that was going to come up that could replace the bat. And Yeah, but you look at Matt Olson. They did the same thing Atlanta did. They knew that, okay, we're going to try it, Freddie, and if he pulls any kind of stuff on us, we got him, Matt Olson, to back it up. So when Freddie pulled that, that deal and went to the Dodgers, bam, right away, they instantly signed Matt Olson. You've got it backward. And, they signed Matt Olson before Freddie Freeman signed that deal. That was Yeah, the, but they already no, but they already knew from his agent that he was going to LA. And I guarantee you, or they wouldn't have pulled the trigger that quick. And so they didn't mess around. The, the front office, you got to give them credit. They pulled the trigger quick and got that deal done. And they're bringing a hometown boy back, and which is great for the fans. You know, yeah. a lot of the a lot of the Atlanta people know who he is already because they grew up in Atlanta. And I'm sure that the Atlanta Constitution uh, covered him uh, in school, believe me. And he's a great ball player, and he's going to do good in Atlanta. He's, he's just a perfect – he's an Atlanta guy. And so bring him back. It's going to be fun watching baseball this year, Eddie. A lot of uh, familiar names have changed teams. It's going to be a fun season, but uh, it's. I'm glad we're ha- we're going to have it because it looked there for a moment like there were going to be games missed. Yeah, and, uh, just ridiculous. Yeah, it's just over. You know, greed set in, and then all of a sudden, when they started losing twenty million dollars a day, uh oh, you know, all of a sudden, you know. Oh, my, my Lamborghini and all this other stuff is coming out of my wallet now. And so once they, they that happens, you know, they usually come around because those agents and stuff, they're going to make their money regardless. The players are losing money. And I guarantee a lot of those players at, at the Players Association went to that guy and said, hey, you better get this wrapped up like now. We've had enough. And so they did, and, and it's great for baseball. It's great for the fans. And let's have one hell of a baseball season and and a good World Series. I can't wait. Who's your preseason pick for uh, World Series champion? Oh, geez. Uh, I usually like to uh, do do my pick uh, after the first month uh, to see how things shake out. That's not a preseason uh, pick, though. That's after the first yeah, month. Yeah, but, but I usually don't. Yeah, I usually don't do preseason picks uh, because of that. You know, being an ex-ball player, I want to see – really how it shakes out because with all the changes that, and I mean, they, they had a lot of changes in major league baseball, the guys changing teams and, and I mean, you can always go with the give me's, you know, with the Dodgers or, or, or guys like that. I don't do that. I go with who I think is going to be the best team, whether it's the Braves, you know, or the, or the Strolls, you know, or or wherever it's um, I just, I'll do my, I'll do my pick for you in a month after the season starts. And um, then we'll go put some money on it. <laughs> if I had to if I had to pick right now, I think I would definitely go with the Dodgers coming out of the NL. And I, I like the twins. I like what they've put together over there. The the Rangers no, they're, though, they're they're two they're two years away. Yeah, well maybe, but the the Rangers also are a team that spent some money in free agency they clearly woke up and decided that they wanted to start uh, playing baseball in Texas and uh, made some deals and signed some free agents. And uh, it's going to be an interesting time 
the old ball field in Arlington in Texas. So. Absolutely, and and it, it it is, and it's a beautiful ball field too. And um, the Rangers, I don't know. I I I'm I wouldn't put any money on the Rangers. I mean, they're all show and no go. I assure and you, they, if you if you do put money on the Rangers right now, you're getting good odds. And if it pays off, it'll pay off big. Like if you bet on the Bengals to go to the Super right. Bowl last year. You'd have those kinds of odds with the Rangers, but uh, I'm looking now at uh, the World Series odds, and uh, the Dodgers, of course, are on top. Then the Blue Jays, a team I that slipped my mind there, but they made a lot of great moves too. Lost to, lost some people, picked up some people. The Astros, a team that you know, obviously just lost Carlos Correa, but they kept together a pitching staff that's going to be decent. The Mets spent a lot of money. The Mets are are uh, at uh, better odds to make the world to win the World Series than the Yankees, but only right above them. The White Sox are in the in contention here. This is interesting. The, Met, you know? the Mets are the Mets are kind of like betting on the Jets. <laughs> so it's like, you know, go ahead if let you me, want to do that. Let, let me ask you this question and see how easy this would be to answer for you. Who do you think has the longest odds to win the World Series at this point in Major League Baseball? Oh, they got to be out of Seattle. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Seattle, Seattle uh, is in your uh, top twenty. It's the Baltimore Orioles, and they are. Oh, well, I, I forgot they even had a team. I <laughs> thought they were just. I, I just thought uh, Kyle Ripken had the minor league team up there in Aberdeen. They're they're and, they're, uh, they're tied on a few of these sites for uh, <laughs> the the longest odds with the Pittsburgh Pirates. But it's a pretty oh significant drop off to the next team, the Diamondbacks, the the Pirates, and the Baltimore Orioles are significantly farther behind everybody else in the pack when it comes to the ability <laughs> to win the World Series this year. Which that's not really that uh, big of a stretch for me. But yeah. listen, Eddie, we'll be right back after this on mouthing off all over the world. Four out of five doctors recommend adding mouthing off to your sports diet. Oh. Yeah, we'll be right back. I gotta find that fifth doctor. Mouthing off all over the world. Mouthing off all over the world. Well, you know, we talk some NFL, we talk some Major League Baseball, we talked announcers, which I guess could pretty much factor into both of those sports. And Oh, uh, absolutely. We've run out of time to, well, we didn't talk too much Final Four, but we talked Final Four as well. I, I, yeah, but when you look at Matty Ice going to the Colts, that's a big deal. The Sean Watson going and running, the, devastating the Browns, and I'm, I'm telling you, Baker Mayfield needs to be signed by the Houston Texans. Wouldn't that be a hoot? Yeah, but he's not a free agent, so the Browns have to be involved in that uh, discussion. And I don't know. Well, if, he he is not going to play with Cleveland. He's not even going to be on the sideline. I, I could, couldn't agree that. with you more, he but does. unfortunately, he's contractually obligated to Cleveland, so they're going to be have to be a part of the decision making process and. Uh, I don't know that Houston's going to want to pay the price that it's going to cost to snatch Baker Mayfield out of. I bet you at this point, Cleveland is thinking, we're going to get probably the same thing that we, we sent uh, out for Deshaun Watson. We should be getting about that same thing back for Baker no. Mayfield. And there ain't a team on the planet that should stupid. or would. They like that. Yeah, if, no. you, if you do that, your fans 
should sell their jerseys if you go out and uh, trade three well, first yeah, round picks he, for he, Baker Mayfield. Because you know something? He can sit out and not play. It's kind of like uh, Eli Manning, you know, forced uh, San Diego, the Chargers, when they were in San Diego. Uh, now they're in L.A., but they for, he, he forced their hands. He said, don't you draft me. I'm not coming to play there. Yeah. And and so they made him. They made the trade. And and uh, Rivers Rivers went went to the Chargers and he had a hell of a career for the Chargers, and and uh, Eli wins two Super Bowls with the Giants. Hey, so that was pretty good. There are two guys in history that have ever done that, and both of them have won two Super Bowls: Eli Manning and John Elway. So it's a formula that works, kids. If you're going to be drafted number one overall, whatever <laughs> team is planning on picking you, say I'm not going to sign with you. Go to the next team, and uh, it's just proven that you're going to win a couple Super Bowls. It might take you a while, like it did with John Elway, yeah. but he eventually did. Eli Manning spread his out a little bit, got one a little bit early, got one a little bit later, but uh, it seems to work, guys. So anyone out there listening that plans on being a first overall pick in the NFL draft. Well, always remember this. Don't go to a team that sucks. See you next week, Mouthing Off Nation.